A warm welcome to this episode. Really, it's about how to set intentions and how can we use psychology and science and the wisdom of spiritual traditions to really plan for next year, set intentions, set goals, and actually do some meaningful things in our next year. And if you don't know me, I'm Dr. Ioana Popa, and from Team of the Soul, bridging science, psychology, Christian faith, and spiritual care. And with that, let's dive in. Planning for 12 months, planning for a year, sometimes get it can get really exciting, especially at the end of one year and beginning of the next one. And at the same time, can bring some trepidations for most of us because it's so common to set intentions and goals and want to accomplish a lot of things in a year. And then we probably, if you live long enough, you have had years when you look back and you're like, I didn't accomplish lots of things. Maybe you've accomplished things for work. Maybe you accomplish things for your family. But sometimes personal goals, especially if you're a giver and you're passionate about giving and helping others, sometimes that is at the bottom of the list. So this episode is for you in really thinking through having some simple tools to plan for the year using psychological research and some examples from Christian faith. So the big concept that I want to bring that you probably heard before, but I want to really link it to goals, has to do with our short-term memory. We have different types of memory and the short-term memory we can hold and in that we can hold our day-to-day consciousness and information for about two, three days. And there are a certain number of items that we can hold without losing track of things. And psychologists call this the rule of the seven plus minus two. In other words, on average, human beings can remember a series of seven things. But especially for really busy, seven, it's even a big number. I would say four to five things are the hold in our consciousness is very helpful. And I talked earlier in another episode about the importance of priming, how our brain can help us prime for our goals and for our intentions. So in order to bring that overarching goal into steps that are meaningful, I suggest that we can use the concept of short-term memory. And although we hold this for two, three days, we can actually use this function to plan for the year. What do I mean by that? Let's say you have your intention for the future, where you want to go, and then you decide a goal for this year. It might be that you want to be really healthy. You might want to have healthy eatings and stabilize your diet or your weight. Or it might be that you want to exercise on a regular basis. Or maybe you have a project and a hobby that you really want to get more into it. Or maybe you want to improve on a skill. Maybe you love to sing and improve your ability to sing or read notes or to paint or to draw or to build houses or to fix plumbing. There are so many possibilities and things that we could do, not just to help others, but also to feel like we're fulfilling our vocation and also just our interest, our deepest interests. 
So the invitation is to break that goal that you want to do it for the year in four or five sections. So think about what are the four or five steps that you can take in order to accomplish this for the next 12 months. I like four just because it kind of matches the quarters. So if I decide on four steps, then each quarter I can focus on one particular steps. And then all of a sudden this becomes less overwhelming. It's also easy to remember and it's easy to jot down either on a computer, on your planner, a paper planner, and it's easy to glance and easy to bring in our short-term memory. And then once you do that, you can actually take this the quarter goal and really break it into three or four smaller steps. So using the same principle, keeping the steps smaller so our short-term memory can use it. So for example, now you might be in quarter one, you decided on the goal and you have the three to four, no more than five steps to accomplish in this particular quarter. It's going to be so much easier to keep track of. You can even just choose three one per month and go progressively that way. And this is one of the things I did not invent this. Obviously, this is a way to the many of the goal settings are set up and many projects are broken down in these steps. We do this so much at work that sometimes we don't think to apply the same principle also in our day-to-day living and especially for our dear projects and ways that are keeping our livelihood and joy alive and our long-term intentions and plans. And sometimes people are so tired from doing this at work and different projects that they feel a mental block to do this in their daily activities as well and in their very special and dear projects. So you might not want to write them down and use a planner for this. That's why it's so important that you break it down in ways that are easy to remember, to use your short-term memory so that we can actually keep track of this. And you can do it on a napkin, on an index card, or in your planner. So break it down in smaller steps for the year, three to five, and then each of the quarters or few months For that particular period of time, break it down again in three to five steps. I like going to smaller numbers, as I mentioned. So this way you can have a simple plan that it's easy to remember. So you use your ability to do that. In a certain way, farmers did that all the time, right? That's why we're using the seasons, spring and summer and fall and winter. In Christian tradition, there are several, there are many events that are happening and many feasts and celebration. But in general, there's a cycle throughout the year. There's a preparation like right now. We've just passed this, the preparation before Christmas, the birth of Christ. Then there's another season moving towards the crucifixion and that period of Lent and the resurrection. Then there's another phase comes right after between the resurrection and Easter, all the way through the ascension of Christ to the descending of the Holy Spirit. 
that's a specific way of preparing and being in the world, rejoicing with Christ resurrected. Then there's a movement towards the transfiguration, which is a feast celebrated in August, which moves towards the fall. And then fall starts the new ecclesiastical year, which then moves towards again, uh, Christmas. So all those seasons and all those transformation, we intuitively know that we cannot hold that many events and that many seasons in life. So use this principle to plan for the year and then break it down in smaller pieces, no more than three to five, and especially encourage you to do this in areas that are really important to you for your vocation, for your own growth, those things that are at the bottom of your list because you are a giver and you do like to give to others and sacrifice yourself to others. And those things that are really making your heart sing, don't leave them at the bottom, but really plan for them. And with that, I thank you for all you do in this world and I wish you a wonderful new year. And I say goodbye for now. Mm -hmm.